Hi. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Minor to Major, the podcast. By impacting the mindset, we can change the behaviors. If we can change the behavior, we can change the cultural value. So I have a, a bomb episode for you today lined up. Uh, it's going to be super fire. Uh, I want you all to know that this is going to be an appropriate episode, unlike a lot of the other uh, short casts that I have. This is going to be one that is appropriate for your kids, so I would encourage them to listen as well. So if you're driving, uh, turn off all distractions, put away all distractions, and listen to this episode of Minor to Major, the podcast. I've got this one titled Paradigm Shift. All right, here is another opportunity for you to get that much closer to bridging the gap between the relationship between you and your son or your daughter. Head over to my website, www.minortomajortx.com, and either download the ebook or order the hard copy of my book off of Amazon, Minor to Major, Turning Minor Setbacks into Major Comeback. It's an easy read, strategically done to help you get through it from beginning to end. If you know someone currently incarcerated that could benefit from my mentoring, what are you waiting for? Head over to my website, www.minortomajortx.com, order the book and have it sent to any institution you think it will make an impact. Impact, impact, impact. Let's get it. All right, story time. Without further ado, this one's called Paradigm Shift. There once was an old, old golden retriever, about 10 human years old, who roamed the streets of a small village in the middle of nowhere. One day, a farmer walked into the village to purchase a new shovel to to plant seeds on the land he owned. After purchasing the, the perfect shovel for the job, he started his short journey back home. It was about half a mile back home. On his way out of the village, this farmer was approached by a dog that appeared to be very weak, tired, and lost, that golden retriever. The man walked the the dog to a nearby water well. The man who just purchased the shovel and had much work to do before sundown cupped his hands and allowed the dog to drink the water from his hands. The dog began wagging its tail in satisfaction and gratitude to this man and The man grinned from ear to ear. Then he stood up, grabbed his shovel, and began walking out of the village back to his farm. The man looked back to wave at the dog goodbye as he noticed the dog was following him the whole time. He also noticed there was a little pep in the step of the old pooch. The man decided to allow the dog to keep him company on the way home And as they walked together, he even thought about keeping the dog as a friend, a a companion, you know, a dog's best friend. After about halfway home, the man noticed the dog's tongue turning purple and eyes red. The dog appeared to be very fatigued and ill. The man thought to himself, oh no, oh no, this dang dog is going to slow me down. The responsibility of caring for this old lost dog is all mine now. Eventually, the dog became dizzy 
so dizzy that it, it, it staggered down into a deep hole on the side of the dirt path. The man dropped his new shovel and put his hands on his hips as he looked into this, this hole. There was the dog laying there, this, this deep dirt hole. The dog was there laying on its side with those puppy dog eyes staring up at him. The man thought to himself, there's no choice. With tears in his eyes, he picked up his shovel and began scooping dirt from the ground into the hole to bury the dog. The man wouldn't investigate the hole as he just began shoveling dirt and tossing heavy scoops of, on top of the dog as he mumbled to himself, very disgruntled, damn dog. I know I shouldn't have brought this dog with me. Oh, mutt, wasn't my problem until I brought him along. I shouldn't just keep on going and, and forget about this damn dog, but I'm sure the village noticed me walking out with them. Stupid dog. I knew something was wrong with him this whole time, but I still chose to bring this old raggedy mutt with me. He shoveled and shoveled and shoveled, throwing dirt over his shoulder and into the hole until finally he turned around and was shocked at what he saw. We'll be back after these brief messages. Pardon the interruption, but if you didn't know already, I have a YouTube channel that pops. I speak about some pretty risky content, I'm not going to lie, that many clinicians and, and other leaders from the black community are not talking about. You can gain access to my channel by going to my website and clicking on the white button that says YouTube channel. Although we may not agree on every perspective, I hope we can agree on the common efforts of improving the overall quality of life for those who are most oppressed. Head over to my website, www.minortomajortx.com, and click on that link. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. The man was shocked. He stepped back about two feet as he stumbled to the ground. There was a dog standing right there beside the hole the man just filled up with dirt. The dog appeared alert and attentive, ready to conquer the world by the sway of its tail back and forth and the poke of his chest. You could tell this dog meant business. It was a whole new animal. The man slowly stood up and his eyes were fixed, gazed on the eyes of this dog focus. The dog was facing the route and the path that led the man home. The dog ended up leading the way as he and the man paced behind him with astonishment. The man remembered how deep the hole was and would replay the many ways the dog found the energy and strength to climb out despite all the dirt that was thrown on top of him. That dog lived the remainder of his days watching the sun rise and fall on the farm with that man who purchased that shovel and planted those seeds and threw dirt on that dog that sunny summer day years ago. They ended up living happily ever after. But every now and again, that old man thinks back to that day and wonders, how did that old dog get out of that deep hole? What really happened in that, that hole was a paradigm shift. 
an important change, a paradigm shift, an important change that happens when the usual way of thinking about or doing something is replaced by a new and different way. So the dog was presented with a new way of thinking and living, and it transformed its behaviors from that day on. You see, each scoop of dirt was used to bury the dog and keep him below the surface. It also represented his destiny. Each scoop would get the dog closer and closer to death, which was not determined by the dog's choices or that of its higher power. It was the choice of the man who didn't want the problems or the, the work to nourish that dog and bring it back to good health. Instead, the man continued to toss death on top of the dog. You see, the dog did not accept this. Despite what had been spoken into the dog's life, the dog chose to use each scoop of dirt as a stepping stone to get him that much closer to the goal of living the life that he had now chose and wanted to live. Each scoop of dirt was thrown in the hole. The dog would shake off that dirt and step on top of it until there was enough dirt to jump out of the hole. We all experience the dirt getting tossed on our backs, each and every one of us. You are ugly. You are stupid. You could never go to law school. You could never go to medical school. You don't deserve this. You don't deserve that. The list goes on and on and on. Each hurtful word is, is another scoop of dirt meant to bury you down, keep you below the surface, keep you in that hole that you fell into after possibly years and years of bullying, trauma, different life stressors or bad choices. We get tired and become weak and we fall. Then comes an old friend, a close family member, a close romantic partner or co-worker speaking death into your life. We must be like that living spirit who chooses to live, shrugging off negative influences and death to live the life nobody but us believes we can actually live. Sometimes we need to be faced with adversity so strong the only option is to either sink or swim, fight or flight, thrive or just survive, live life and just survive. When people are presented with these types of options, the paradigm shift occurs. So after we make so many valid efforts to help our kids and, and, and other people, not just children, I speak to, to youth and children because that's where my heart really is. But people in general, we love so much. It is important for us to allow them to make their own choices and decisions. After a certain age, if it's teenagers, 16, 17, these young boys, these kids start poking out their chest. They get a little breast and they start walking around. They get their menstrual and they're, they're grown women. We must allow them to make their own choices and decisions that may negatively impact a lot of other people. We love them. It may negatively impact other people who surround them. But if we don't allow them to make these, these the, the decisions that could hurt them, then we are robbing them of these learning experiences that help them grow. I was speaking to a pastor. Um, I'm not sure he wants to be... Uh, named on this platform but i was speaking to a reverend 
about this very same topic. We are both pouring love and care into a child that um, would appear to be making poor decisions. And I, I, I speak to, I'll probably speak about this in another episode because this is a whole topic in itself. We have so many parents pouring in love and care and money and just all types of resources into kids who are choosing to make decisions that are not favorable for the family or the, or the mother or the parent. And so at, at a certain point in our life, you know, it, it's, it, it boils down to, are we going to have not just our child making poor decisions dealing with uh their mental health whether it's depression anger frustration resentment whatever the mental health the behavioral issues whatever it is and then on top of that you're you're affecting mom and dad and those who love them with depression and anxiety because they're worried and concerned for this loved one who is making poor choices and so at some point you have to make a decision to let go and let God. I'll talk about more uh, on that in another episode, y'all. But it's important for us to, uh, at a certain point, we've got to allow other people to make their their decisions. We don't feel guilty about the decisions that they made. Because we need them to learn from the mistakes that they make. And so it may take two or three times of going to recovery four or five times of going to jail but it, we can only do so much we pray there's a higher power greater than you and I and at a certain point especially if they're adults you allow them to make their own decisions, choices mistakes is minor to major the podcast by impacting the mindset we can change the behaviors if we can change the behavior we can change the cultural values thank you mm-hmm.